welcome to Wielding Legacy. My name is Laura Payne Stanley, and this is your weekly audio insight because the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. As I said, this is an audio insight, and it's one for high achievers, for visionaries, for empire builders, and for power couples. You see, I know that you are here, already creating an impact in your industry. You are here building a legacy for you and your family. And it drives you, it occupies your mind. But through my work as a trusted advisor to extraordinary entrepreneurs, I know you aren't yet reaching your greatest potential in your business, your performance, and in your relationships. Now I'm known with my clients, I am one of their loudest cheerleaders, believing in them often before they do. And yet you can't enroll me in your legacy limiting story. I'm your biggest empowering challenger as well as you create your ultimate legacy. So this audio insight is called Wielding Legacy because as I said, the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. How to erroneously define our legacy. What I love about helping entrepreneurs and business owners actually define their legacy is that in any moment, you'd never know where that conversation is going to go. You see, as far as I'm concerned, every human is looking to define their legacy, even if they don't use that particular language right now, and you may not. And in this context, we're actually going to be talking about legacy future, once our souls are no longer on this planet. Now, some people are under the impression that legacy is only to be found in material circumstances. Some are carrying presuppositions from family as to what legacy should look like. Some are only focusing on the external shifts that need to happen to create a legacy future, rather than shifting their own internal experience. And for some, which is where we are going to focus today, people are struggling to define their future legacy from their present mindset and their legacy. I'm going to tell you a bit more. First of all, though, I want to share with you a story from my upbringing as to how defining our legacy future from the present moment can actually show up. You see, I come from what would be kind of classified as a lower middle class family. We went on package holidays or we stayed with relatives. We didn't stay in hotels and certainly not five-star hotels. I didn't do that for a very long time. So when a previous mentor of mine asked me to describe the best holiday I could think of, and they actually mentioned luxury hotels, I didn't know what that was. And so when I was being pushed to define my best holiday in terms of a luxury hotel, I could only do it from my present state based on my past legacy, which didn't involve them. I couldn't make it real. I could say it physically out loud and it didn't feel real in my soul that that could happen or something I even wanted to do. And I didn't know if I did because I had no emotional markers from my past or my present legacy to actually assist me. And that kind of exercise didn't land with me because I didn't conceive of it. And it doesn't land with some people as well. That is to say that when it doesn't land, it doesn't have a transformational impact on my desired legacy. You see, what I was experiencing, like so many of my one-to-one clients, is a cognitive bias as it related to creating a legacy goal. Cognitive bias is a systemic thinking that occurs when you are processing or interpreting information in the world. Cognitive bias is the way our kind of brains simplify information processing, like it's trying to speed up a computer, as it were. And whilst it might speed up our minds, our computers, 
It also leads to a bias as to how you make sense of the world and how you reach decisions, especially regarding something so large such as legacy. So if I was to ask you, my friend, what would be your dream legacy you want to create? I'm just going to leave a little pause right there. Yeah. Can you feel it just for a second or two? Because your conscious mind right now and your unconscious mind might be trying to process that question. And to your unconscious mind, I just want to say this to you right now, your unconscious mind, because I know you're right here with me. It's okay to sit with that question and to, to be with that question and to answer that at a later date if you want to. Okay, so back to my question right now. If I was to ask you, what would be your dream legacy you want to create? What would be your answer? Okay, a little bit of a cheat, really, because the only option you actually have available to you is the answer to the question from your present state, is in the present moment who you are right now. And that is using all that you know, using all that you perceive is possible, using all that you've seen those before you create as your legacy. And this can be why we can create erroneously define our legacy. Because what if? You do not know what you don't know. What if your legacy is beyond your current scope of perception? What if the whole problem with Walt Disney's quote, if you can dream it, you can do it, is that we can't dream it because we have no point of reference or knowledge from which to dream from? Can you feel the weight of that one? What if your dream future legacy is beyond your current scope of knowledge. <laughs> For me, this is kind of where the, the power and kind of fun starts in a way um, as a master transformational coach. Because for all of my clients, as well as being their biggest cheerleader and being their biggest challenger, I'm also going to add to be their chief inspirer onto the list. Well, I kind of got to say, I can't really take credit for that one. One of my one-to-one -one clients who's just uh, re-signed up with me for 12-month program, they would define themselves as a visionary, visionary, sorry. And they were specifically looking to do some changes in the contracts. And what they wanted to do was to specifically hire me as their chief inspirer to enable them to dream bigger. So they wanted that put in their contract. And that's part of my role when you're creating your future legacy, including the impact that you want to have on the world to inspire you and to hold a vision as truth maybe sometimes even before my clients can see it or you can see it also. So in a later episode, we're actually going to be talking in different stages about how to define your legacy. But right now, I want to focus on how you can actually expand your future legacy thinking. So to extend your knowledge base from which to dream from. And the first exercise I'll actually want to do for you. Now, this is against my usual coaching style, if you know me very well right now. Because what I actually want to do normally, I say you have all the answers. I'm going to actually want to hack your reticular activating system or RAS for short. Now, your RAS is a bundle of nerves at the bottom of your brainstem and it filters out uh, unnecessary information. So the important things can go through kind of like a sieve. It also has other functions as well to do with sleep, but that's not what we're talking about on this podcast. So as I mentioned, I want to hack your RAS. I want to hack it to consider areas regarding your future legacy that you may or may not have considered before. And here's a quick note for your ego mind. That legacy exists in the present and the future. It exists for you. 
and it exists for others. And no judgment can exist when we're considering our legacy. So when you want to dream, when you want to consider what your legacy may be, do not bring judgment, bring acceptance, bring opportunity, bring happiness. So here are some examples, just as I hack your RAS and just put them in there for a little bit, from myself, from clients, and for you just to consider other potential aspects of what a legacy could be, your future legacy. Maybe you want to set up a charity. Maybe you want to invest in property for those after you. Or visit new countries that you've never been to around the world. Maybe you want to enable your children to emerge from college or university completely debt-free. Maybe you want to donate a percentage of the profits of your business. Maybe you want to pay off mortgages for family members. Or maybe establish your company as a B Corp. How about considering a percentage of your work as pro bono? Or visit your dream luxury hotel or location. How about maybe talking on the largest platform that you can conceive of about your mission? Or how about buying a family vacation house in cash for the whole family and extended family to use? Or why not become a leader in a reality show about female-owned businesses? How about writing three books, all of which are published to critical acclaim? Maybe you're considering being a leader in your community, however that shows up for you. Maybe legacy is about creating a scholarship each year for new entrepreneurs into your industry. Or maybe, just maybe, legacy is around engaging in a collaborative philanthropy on issues such as clean water and sanitization. So as you listen to me, your mind will have absorbed or let go of those which resonate or those to expand your knowledge base. Because remember, we're looking to expand before we even create your legacy. And taking them on board, how can you easily and efficiently gain rich knowledge to enable your legacy to seed from? I wanted to give you some quick tips. I don't necessarily like that term, but they are quick. It's a list, but you need to take action. So stay curious. This is actually one of my central values, being curious, having a forever curious mind. So how can you be curious in and outside of your industry, in and outside of a business format for yourself? Number two, reading. Reading has been shown to be so important. And again, not just staying in your expertise zone. I see this with people all the time. They read a huge amount of books within their zone of expertise. Read other things. Read novels. Expand your creative mindset. Read things randomly from outside because you never know where a seed can germinate from. Number three, listen to podcasts such as this one or others that focusing on creating a future legacy. Four, observe those who are creating legacies. We do so much in our life from what we call modeling. And modeling is a fancy coaching term for meaning that we observe people 
and we look at what they are doing to retry it on. It's like a hat. You try it on. You see, does this fit for me? Is this something I want to do? So who's creating a legacy that you admire? Who can you observe? Five. Can be actually one of the most challenging ones for some people. Self-reflection. You see, the answer to creating your desired legacy is not external. What does your soul desire to create as a legacy, even if you do not know the how? And by the way, dear friend, if you don't need the ha- know the how right now, welcome to the club. Most people don't. When I'm working with visionaries, with people who are creating such a large future legacy, if they can only just conceive of what that legacy is, they have no clue of how to do the how of it. So welcome to the club. Number six, creativity. I'm going to ask you to allow yourself to be open and to experience creativity in a wide range of forms. And creativity also by doing, not just by watching. Now, creativity can be found in so many places. If for you, cooking is creative. Get in the kitchen, get tactile, start, you know, baking bread, use your hands, create those smells. Is gardening, is painting, is pottery, is going to a wonderful exhibition creativity for you? Well, for some, it may just be being in nature. Connect. Connect with other people. And if you don't have a tribe yet of other people, then that's something to look at filling. People who get you, people who understand and are on the same path to create a large legacy for them and others too. Connect with yourself. This goes back to what I said in point five, self-reflection. You have the answers. So reconnect with yourself on a regular basis and also to connect with nature for the lessons that the original mother has for you. And eight, learn something for no purpose other than just pure enjoyment. I'll let you into a little bit of a secret. One one one-to-one client I was working with, amazing, talented soul, had just come start working with me, was already in the path to burnout, had forgotten how to have fun, had forgotten how to do anything that did not have a purpose in business. So reading was for business, watching TV, you had a business angle, everything they did, any friends, every, everything came back to business. And this client, she'd forgotten how to do something for herself that yes, may have an invisible link back to business, but was for her, was for her soul. So what would you like to learn? What would you like to experience? And learning doesn't have to be certifications, qualifications, any of those things. Learning could just be something like, I've never ridden a horse before, let's go and have a lesson. Now, remember my story I told you about the luxury hotel? All of these eight points that I've just given you. There are ways that you can see how this thread, thread, sorry, through my story. Because the only way that I could understand, did I want to even go to a luxury hotel, was to stay curious. 
it was something I did not know. I immersed myself. I listened. I watched. I visited hotels' websites. I watched so many films to see, was this something that I even wanted? I was modeling it. I physically toured them. And by the way, anybody who wants to go anywhere and you are not sure if you want to, then do this exercise. If part of your legacy is living somewhere else, if part of your legacy is owning property somewhere, if part of your legacy is, I don't know, whatever it might be in a different place that you've never been to before, go and use this methodology. Go and use Google Maps. Other maps are available, I should say, but go and use that. Go and walk along the street. And then if you can physically go somewhere, even if you're not going to stay, so physically go to a luxury hotel just for a coffee, the smells and everything else that you then experience will bring them to life for you. And then you can work out if it's something you actually want to do, if it's something you desire to do before you even achieved it. You know, it's the same premise again, as I said, with houses, go on house tours. If it's cars, go and buy new, go and buy um, or go and visit a showroom and go and try out and drive a car. If you want to create a foundation and you've never experienced one, go and sit on a board for a foundation. Go and volunteer your time. It's like a dress rehearsal. Because if you have never been or experienced being in a foundation before, being part of it, seeing how it works or benefited from one, you can write down in future episodes, I want to create a foundation. But it's like the first time I was asked about the hotel. You can write it down, but you don't know what that is. So I'm inviting you to be curious, to look at expanding your knowledge as we work together to create your legacy. So thank you for being here with me together on the Wielding Legacy podcast. As it's the key to unlocking your future, it always lies in legacies. So the culmination of this episode is that before we actually define a legacy, make sure to expand your knowledge base from which to dream and to conceive from. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to the Wielding Legacy podcast, then send them to laurapainstanley.com to sign up. And don't forget, you can also follow me on Clubhouse at LPS or Instagram at laurapainstanley. See you for the next episode of Wielding Legacy.